0: So number 269 of the Inside Running Podcast. Thank you for joining us for another week, busy time of the year. We're recording this on uh, 7 p.m. on Boxing Day, so no public holiday for us to bring this show to you this week. We do appreciate that you're tuning into it. Big show coming at you. Small on running news, as would be expected this time of the year, but big on yearly reflections. We got our uh, 2022 Inside Running Podcast Award show. So we're going to be discussing, just getting in heated discussions off air and I told the boys to be quiet so we can get started and talk about that when it actually comes up. Welcome to my co-host Bradley Croker up in Canberra. Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas. What's been going on Bradley up your way?
1: Uh, yes, it's been a hectic couple of days. We we hosted Christmas this year so I had yeah, mum and dad and my brothers and their families over so uh, and Viv's parents. So yesterday was pretty busy, but um everything's sort of back to normal now and I can uh, go back to enjoying my, my holidays.
0: That's good. The other co-host, I'm not sure if he enjoys this time of the year or he doesn't. Surely it's good for retail, but maybe bad for human interactions. Julian Spence, welcome to you down in Anglesey tonight. What's going on? Merry Christmas.
2: Yeah, it's um it's getting better with a with a baby for sure. It's a little bit more about them obviously and so I can get them, I can get excited when she gets excited not that she knows why she's excited but the yeah. uh, the attention's on her so that's that's nice to see her happy
1: mm. question moose do you think christmas day is overrated though uh,
2: for, for sure mm. yeah I, I think um i've always uh, <laughs> christmas day is funny because you're getting a collection of people that you wouldn't necessarily choose to sit down and have wine and beer and a meal with, but you're kind of forced to because it's your family. Yeah. Um, and, and so it's always strange where you pick the most important day of the year and you're like, well, you're going to sit next to this cousin who's into hunting deer and, and, and making sausages and you're going to have beers with him. And you're not going to be able to get away from him for the next two and a half hours. <laughs> Is
0: that a true story from you? Twenty four hours
1: it's ago?
2: Not a, no, no, it's okay. not. But it's an example. That's how they don't listen. <laughs> I'm not doing. I'm not using personal examples here. But that's an example for me of like um, why I find it strange that about Christmas Day and and um, I guess as we get older, we can just let the kids do their yeah. thing, and I just watch it. Watch them all go. Uh, um, yeah.
1: I agree, Moose. I think it it definitely is polarising because if you see any of the media in the lead-up, there's always the two. It's like, oh, it's the best time of year because family can get together, which for some people, they hate that. And then the flip side is how to survive Christmas with the in-laws and, you know, the extended family. So it's, it's very polarising, I reckon, yeah. Christmas.
0: Carly was telling me about an article she read, and it's just like, rule one, don't break up politics, the uh, yeah. COVID vaccine or like, <laughs> something else. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that's really funny. Uh,
2: so two, st- two, like, examples of a family getting divided, dogs. Like, can I bring my dog to family Christmas? No, you can't. And, like, that was... Uh, a pretty common theme amongst two people that I spoke to today and the person that wasn't allowed to bring their dog getting upset wasn't me Hmm. that got upset but um just how quickly things can spiral out of control yeah right I've never heard
0: that ever and you had two people telling you about it
2: yeah yes but I reckon like I find Christmas a hard time of year because like I feel like I'm Sac- like compromising my integrity a bit because I'm not religious. Like in fact, I I almost despise religion. Yet, all of a sudden, I'm trying to like I'm kind of celebrating something that's r- religious. Like it's a religious holiday. Yet I, am, I I I don't identify as a Christian or a Catholic or whatever. So it's odd to me. It's odd. Like I I, I find it hard to say oh merry christmas and all this and what like i just it just feels a bit wrong it leaves me a little sour i feel like i'm just um just compromising my values a little bit but how many
1: people like do you think are out there that actually forget that it is religion based because you know these days it's all about you know santa and stuff like that and it's sort of you know which takes a bit more of the religion out of it
2: yeah oh it's gone it's gone away from it but at at the root of it that's why that's what it is. And we we get a good reminder down here because living on the coast, Christmas Day is the day that a lot of the Sikhs and Hindus and Muslims and I don't think we get a lot of Buddhists come down, but even some um, like Jewish community all leave Melbourne and head on um, day trips down the coast because every business is shut. So they basically have nothing to do. They can't like get meals or they might they would be sitting at home anyway so they all come down the coast and hang out basically out the front of my house on the river and I'm thinking yeah this is actually pretty like I, <laughs> I don't really feel I, I probably feel the same way about Christmas as they did um, really not believing in it or feeling like they should be celebrating it yet we do why do we do it because we've always done it. And why have we always done it? Because our parents always did it. Mm. And at some point, there was someone who was religious in your family who's like, yeah, this is what we do.
0: All right. We're moving on, boys. Good start. <laughs> I a lot to get through. And I'm just opening up your Strava moves because you had a big uh, big training week and a big week on the, um, on the social media. We'll get to a few, of the, the, a few of the places where you popped up during the week. I'm looking forward to unpacking a few of these things. But take us to the run and stuff first, Monday.
2: Oh, I haven't seen the social stuff, but maybe you'll have to let me know. Yeah, well, Um, I think you
0: have seen most of the social stuff, but yeah, I'll I'll let you know as we go. Yeah, I've got a few things to bring out of you, come across my desk.
2: (laughs) Five, actually. I've got Uh, five
0: things written down in front of me here to ask you about.
2: Okay. Uh, Monday, I woke up sore from my long run. So I did 28 the day before. Hilly 28, fast 28. So I was was pretty sore and... um, and 50 minutes was kind of tough. I wasn't, and I was also really tired. It had beaten me up in a few ways that long run. Um, so yeah, I only went 50 minutes when I think I was aiming to go a little longer. Uh, but I just didn't feel it. Felt like I kind of should pull back for that one because tight turnaround to a track session on Tuesday morning uh, where um, we all meet at Deakin, so 6 a.m., Kick off for the warm up. We had a group. I reckon it was 16 of us at this track session, so it was really good. Uh, this is where I knew I fully hadn't recovered from the from the Sunday long run because I, on the long run, I tried not to be, tried not to be too negative, but geez, I felt shit. I felt beat up. I was still kind of sore, and I was tired, just fatigued, real heavy legs. I thought, okay, well, I'll get through. This workout, and then I've got Wednesday, Thursday to recover before a light workout on Friday. So, um, so we did a time trial. Well, one of the guys was going doing his two k footy time trial, and we decided to help him out. So the workout was going to be two k at around three minute pace, and then six by a k with. Um, Think we were having sixty seconds rest. Was uh, sixty or ninety? Yeah, sixty seconds rest. Um, so the the two k went out. I was the one leading the first rep I went a bit slow, so I started at seventy five. So I was three seconds off, and then the, the, it just sort of progressed from there. Went through in three hundred five, and then kicked down. By the time we got to eighteen hundred meters, I was. I was pretty stuffed from this route. like, because we did it progressively and not even. I reckon the last two laps were something like sixty-eight. I'm not sure if we went quicker than sixty-eight, but maybe we did go quicker than sixty-eight. So I um, I I, I was pretty cooked. So I let um, Jordan finish it. He ended up running really fast. He ran two fifty-two for his two k, which would be a lot. Oh, sorry, five fifty-two. Yeah. It would be a lot better than a lot, any AFL club out there. And he is, he's like quality football and a big dude. So he, he, it was good by him. Um, and then we were supposed to jog 400 recovery. Uh, so that was going to set us up for the workout. But because the other guys bailed out at a mile instead of jogging or doing the last lap of the time trial, they basically took off straight away after a minute. And so I was pretty fucked still. And so I was off the back of that group. I ran 309 and I was in some strife. I thought, I'm not going to be able to finish this workout. Uh, This was really difficult. Um, And I was in a hole at that point. I thought, oh, you've cooked yourself here. But the longer it went on, I reckon the the more I recovered from that first effort. And so I was just sort of in the middle of the pack each rep. I didn't lead any of the next six so we went three nine three five three six three eight three seven three two to finish uh just sitting in the pack and that was the beauty right there of having a group to train with because without that group if I did that first rep I don't think I'm finishing that workout I reckon I'm bailing from that Uh, so it was it was actually quite good to to get it done on very tired legs I didn't have any soreness in terms of injuries or niggles but I was just so heavy
0: just need no. an extra twenty-four hours, you reckon?
2: Would have even would have even another eight, even oh, going really? to afternoon Tuesday, session. Well, that would have worked better than the morning. It's a tight turnaround—forty-eight hours, even less, like forty-four hours. So, yeah, uh, it, it, probably just got to be careful of that in the future. Mm. Um, then, so the next day, like at that point, I thought. <clears throat> This is you've got to get out of this hole. You've got to slow your running right down, and maybe run a bit less than you're planning for the week. So I I just did 10k 4:56, so real slow. Uh, same the next day 10k 4:44s, and then we did a workout on Friday. Um, I ran. Well, we had a bit of a group going. It was 40 minutes. Um, it was broken up into two sets of 12 minutes running underneath threshold, about five to 10 beats, and then eight minutes at threshold. So there was no, it was all a continuous run. It was kind of a yo-yo though, so 12 under at like marathon type intensity, and then eight above, eight at threshold, more like half marathon, and then drop down to marathon pace and recover. That's, that's what the guys had, and I just jumped in. Again, I do it with Ali. So it's not, a, it's not a strenuous workout for me. Um, we had Hugh and, and Lockie with us running and, and Matty Gunther was up the road a little bit, going a bit quicker. So that was, this is a, not a fast place to run, obviously. It's like dirt and potholes and a few hills. Uh, but again, group, just having a group, so good. Really relaxing and sociable. Uh, then we backed up for a long run the next day. I did 20K on the Saturday. Uh, 90 something minutes, and we slowed down because of the race on shoot that's coming up tomorrow night. We made sure this was gentle, uh, so a little bit less hilly than normal and a little bit shorter, so 20k. Got some bad chafe. Oh, I'm like it's it's kind of scarred up now, um, and it's, it looks like there's a seam that was in my jock liner because it's like a fully defined line right along the ball sack. Like, not, it's not just, like, general much change. Detail. It's, like, it's a cut. Um, so I've got to sort that out. Lululemon shorts. They were the... Which ones were they? They were the... Um,
0: the kind of grey colour one?
2: Yeah, uh, they were, like, a, they're, they're not a half-tight. They're the, they're the short. Mm. But they've got the, the liner in them. Oh, no, that, I haven't got those. That you can put your phone in. Um yeah, it's it they're a good short but this I something went wrong on this. I didn't I've been using some some like empty chafe, just trying to get the dregs out of my chafe and I reckon I'm just rubbing it dry on there now. uh Christmas morning was Sunday. Ran ten, ran with Brie and Pierre was in the Pram, so it was bloody beautiful down here. Getting out in the morning and um being able to run as a family, that was that was awesome. So I really liked that run. Probably one of the most enjoyable runs I've ever had. So that, the, week, the week total, I think it was about 93K. Um, I think it was about that. So a good week, two workouts, a long run. And that was from coming back from nowhere, really, because I was, I was in a hole.
0: And uh, racing. this is a Roo run. He did this last Roo year, didn't he? You? You got yeah. the win. Ben, ben Ludbrook, you beat?
2: Um, is that right? Last year? Yeah, defending yeah, he was, champ. He was big. He was flying at that time too. He was one of the best in the country, I reckon. What's the when
0: competition he... like this year then?
2: Don't know. You never know until you rock up at the rear run.
0: Oh, so no Gunther. It, n-
1: none of his athletes.
0: Are, none of
2: it. Yeah. He hasn't programmed it for any of his athletes. Sure, ah, it's just gonna, locals. Isn't they're they're they? going to head into dawnbusters in a couple of days, fellas. Toby Mende. <laughs> dawn busters,
0: busters talk about this time of
2: year every every <laughs> year croaks
0: and they're just these little races that they just love down there now,
2: the um, rue run there'll be some people that have trained all year for this rue run okay um we're gonna see who's trained the hardest i guess we will okay no, I can't, you can't the, the roo run you could have you could have olympians showing up so World it's champs, actually reps. yeah there's a bit of is Ali no doing it? no pressure on me. Ali's doing it, so you yeah. got to...
0: There you go, Olympian rocking up and a world champs wrap.
2: Yeah, it's big-time race, Danny. Now yeah. that they cancelled Bell's Bash. Everyone oh, did on they? The coast. Yeah, Bell's Bash gone. Permanently? So, uh, well, they decided to not do it this year. That was
0: the one that Andy smoked up Colas one year. Remember that?
2: No, that was Mount to Surf. Oh, was it? I get confused. Yeah, they're all similar. Yeah. Um, Mount to Surf, probably a longer history than Rurun. A little bit more prestigious. Blue
0: Run's yeah. only been gone by like three years, hasn't it? Ah,
2: 2016, maybe? Okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> what else is on this list of yours, Brady? Yeah, I don't
2: know about this list. you got five, yeah.
0: I just thought it was a rough week for you, like, on the in the... Like you're the keyboard king, but I felt like you maybe got taken oh. down a few, a few pegs this week. Start off, I think it was Matt Fox early in the week, the king of um, sweat elite, called you out on Strava. Trying to get you into the wave to race him, you would have seen that
2: one. Yeah, oh, well, I did just a, see it.
0: Just a bit of a jab nine weeks out from the big showdown in Osaka.
2: I, it's not quite like that. Um, I'm a bit past my prime. He seems to be. He seems to be all up and about.
0: He's confident. I like it.
2: Yeah, I'm. I'm just there to have fun. So I saw um, that
0: one, I th- saw that one, and I thought that was good from him. Then I saw, um, then I woke up actually, Olivia's birthday, when was that, 23rd, had a message off uh, Liam Pompiani's coach, Des, not happy with some of your comments about uh, her performance last week on the podcast, so I thought, well, that's another bit of a jab at Moose, so then I liked that one from Des, um, and then Nitta went you didn't he, not talking about the kids race, is that a peck enough? So then yeah, well, Nitta's come in with a big haymaker, like you're copping it from all directions <laughs> last week.
2: Nah, Knitter's fair point from Knitter. We didn't really cover that. We did talk about Cam, we just didn't give um, maybe second or third enough play, so sorry fellas.
0: To be honest, I don't keep a lot of track on the juniors, like it's hard enough keeping your head around the seniors because of that many performances to follow, but I saw their times, like they were quick times, mm. like unbelievable for, for those aged kids.
1: And we've seen a lot of juniors in the past run well, and, and where are they when they're 25 so. Yeah,
0: yeah, you can't cover all the junior results because it just gets too big. And then, buddy, I'm checking Strava, I think it was the day before Christmas, and Croakes has known you've had a rough week because he gets exposed to all these messages as well. He comes right off the top rope, has a crack at you for doing your long run on a Saturday, how you were talking about Sunday long runs all week, and gets 98 comment likes, Moose. Did you see, see this? He Saturday, absolutely sa- smoked ya. Sa-
1: Saturday was a very good day because there was a couple of things that <laughs> Moose had said previously one was about the um long runs on a sunday but the gold for me was that um tempo journal journal oh, yeah. article that's got something to talk about some
0: of those quotes we'll get where to
1: that. He, ca- he came out with like there's no one in our group wearing 300 dollars splitties and he's mentioned on the saturday run that he's got this massive ball sack chafe and i'm like well maybe he should
2: wear the maybe he should get the 300 splitties to go with the 300 dollars sunnies yeah poorly timed for me that poorly timed i didn't probably need to mention that um but but croaks come on mate i changed the long run because i'm racing tuesday and I'm i wrote fair sure, i, I wrote fair sure why you got so
0: many likes he got this. 98 likes and you you tried to cut him down in the next one and you got eight and then he's coming again and his next one got 97 I don't yeah, know if yeah. anyone's ever got that many likes on Strava before Evercrokes. I'm going to email them and see if anyone's broken 100 before.
1: I liked a few of the other comments, like Brett Coleman, like karma, clearly for like the stuff that Moose has said about long runs and also oh. that nobody wears $300 shorts in his um, in his group. Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, I got stuck in the Brett on the long run a lot. I gave him heaps of stick that that day. Uh, but I I was I thought that those comment likes were a bit stiff because...
0: You go through it and start taking names. Can you click on it and see who likes it?
2: Oh, I, I just started deleting comments after that. <laughs> Anytime someone posted something that might get a few likes, I deleted it straight away. I'm like, too many people have seen Crocs's comments, so I'll leave that. But then there were some funny things come through. I'm like, nah out of here, out of here. <laughs>
1: that run was your Christmas present to me, Moose. I got a lot of fun out. I had a lot of fun out of that. <laughs>
2: so can I address the splitties comment or what?
0: Yeah, well, so the Tempo Journal article came out. They got, went down to the Surf Coast Track Club. New Balance deck is out. I think it did say at the top of the article that was promotion for the New Balance. Oh, what That's was the right shoe? was. Yeah, New Balance yeah. More, something like that. Um, and the big quote they led with was, no one wears $300 splities or takes selfies mid-run. Whinging and bitching is not tolerated. And then Croaks has got a picture of Moose posing for a photo. <laughs> That's the thing I couldn't believe. He's pitching about people taking selfies mid-run and he's posing for a photo Three from a professional, professional photographer.
2: <laughs> Post-run, the photo was taken. So post-run, or already, like, let's just squash that. A lot of people saying, oh, you had your photo taken mid-run. I was like, no, the end of the run. Okay, so that, that argument, gone. Second one, I have not said mm-hmm. anything bad about people wearing $300 splitties. I've, I'm, I'm all for that. I love propping up running retail. Why it's is it not accepted down there,
0: though?
2: I'm not, I didn't say that it wasn't accepted. Oh, that's I said definitely no one does what it.
0: you were inferring.
2: I said no one does it. It's not part of our culture. It's not, it's just, it's fine to have it elsewhere. Like, okay, we run past another group going, oh yeah, there's $300 splitties. Then look, they got a selfie stick out. We don't cut them down. We say- you have,
0: that's-, <laughs> yeah, that's what that quote meant. No. I not like you're dope.
2: implying that you're real blue collar. Yeah, no.
0: you're like, piss off if you're gonna do that stuff in our group. That's what I like. The
2: question was asked, what's your group about? This is what our group's about. This isn't me going ahead and saying, oh fuck all these other groups, they're wankers, they take photos. This is, this is our group. This is our culture, our ethos. I don't mind people taking photos on run. That's their, that's their running world. They do them. We do us. I'm not trying to start any type of hostility here. That's not what this was.
1: The other we thing I like. The other thing I like about it, Brady, is that you know he's, he's commenting on the three hundred dollars shorts when on this podcast Moose has a segment yeah. about spending money and buying things on <laughs> ridiculous
0: expensive stuff. What about the sunnies too? They have like little fake diamonds on the top, Moose. You know the girls yeah. back at uni back in like two thousand five <laughs> used to have like those sequences on their dresses. That's what it reminded me of.
2: Sequences.
0: Yeah, is that what they were? You know those little DeMontis, Is that what they are called? Uh, they looked like man, they definitely weren't real diamonds, but you know those little fake little diamonds.
2: I'm not sure what happened up at Chuka Way I mean, we know um, Bendigo
0: or We don't have <laughs> a union Chuka, but yeah, yeah. I swear I, that was ending like 2006, 2007.
2: I um look, I come off that. I said to the guys on 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 the Sunday long run, I said, "You are so lucky. I made you look cool forever." You <laughs> You you guys running next to me right now. You're going to look back in 20 years and go, "Fuck, Moose made us right there." Any time I go to a start line, they're going to see the singlet and be like, "Whoa, this guy can fight next to me."
0: <laughs> well, what about
2: I'm, the- I'm staying out of this guy's way because he looks tough. I've heard he's a badass. Just let him do his thing over there.
0: Well, what about the quote about the start line in there? If you see their singlet on a start line, there's a good chance the athlete wearing it is going to be towards the front of the race. Whether it's Moose himself, Matt Gunther, or many others, <laughs> there's a competitiveness of, to the group that only comes from years of hard work. Has anyone in that group won a race in 2022, Moose?
2: Well, we got Big Toby. Did he win a yeah, AV race? That was my next on? one. Where yeah.
0: How come they didn't mention Toby, the bad boy?
2: No, no. They only mentioned the runners that were in the in the profile i think our group is so big and so successful you can't mention them all for a small <laughs> well, that was my next thing
0: i'm like where's the bad boy's name is the king of the group yeah, and didn't no, get a this, this,
2: this was a little article based on the run it's a promo thing okay. it's promotional this isn't like this isn't this is tempo journal on a on a contract for new balance
0: it seemed like, like real surf coach track club like what our ethos are though to me though croaks didn't you think that
2: yeah yeah yeah, I reckon, I'm not, I'm I not thought like the unhappy. bad boy
0: I, had been cut or something when they didn't mention him. It's like him doing an article on Melbourne Track Club and leaving Stewie off there.
2: Yeah, well, if Stewie doesn't come to the run that they're taking the pics of, then can't help him. Should yeah, do an Moose, individual Moose article. Didn't, bad Moose luck to the bad boy him. at Valencia. Moose, did like you that. didn't invite him, did you,
1: Moose? Because you would have
2: uh, t- stolen some of your thunder. I got to pick the six people, and I picked <laughs> five people that were... At least two or three points less attractive than me. And so in that group, I look like just superstar, got the chest out, um, slight tan, hairs not great to be honest. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with that pick. is going to see that in twenty years. Just if you think her dad was Trevor Hendy?
0: The group shot, weave your shirt off. That's good though. Like everyone else is wearing the New Balance one they've been given to wear on that run, and then you just haven't even bothered wearing it.
2: Well, it was a bit big. It's a bit droopy, and the the shorts were a little long, so they've given us like some long, pretty baggy stuff. Uh, I like baggy casual gear, but my running gear, I need it tight. What about I moves? One, tight one
1: minute he's saying how good he looked in the photo, next thing he's saying, <laughs> yeah, the singlet was a bit too big, and the shorts didn't fit me that well. We'll link it in the show
0: notes. We are moving on. Uh, I do feel he come prepared, though, Croaks. I thought we might have cracked him a few times there, but straight batting everything straight out. i that's rubbish.
2: It stirred me up.
1: It was a a fun week for us, Brady. I I enjoyed last week. Stuff just
0: kept coming in. (laughs) Usually he's the one dishing it all out, but it was all coming his way.
2: You're lucky we were busy in the store (laughs) and I didn't have much chance to get back at you. Yeah,
0: 12 days of Christmas in the last week. Before (laughs) (laughs) Christmas it was. Hey Greg, so let's move on to you. What are you doing? Not a lot on Strava. Two
2: runs. Nah, not a lot. Was that 12, the week before?
1: Twelve. No, nah, twelve point six k. I did. So went out Monday. I did twenty five minutes. I was doing the the loop at Mulligans, and I didn't really have a firm plan as to how far I was going to go. Um, but I got to twenty five minutes, and like there was no pain, just some awareness. Again, I'm like, you know what? For my first sort of run back in like nearly a week, um, that's enough. And it pulled up really well. I didn't have any sort of pain. Um, after the run or the next morning so i went out and joined the group um on the tuesday afternoon and just did the warm-up and then added an extra 10 minutes it was pretty much the same as monday Um, like no pain just some like tightness and awareness um but then that night and the next day it was just like niggle i just knew it didn't feel right and my goal, as I've said, the last few weeks, is to start the year healthy, so I'm like, oh, the last thing I want to do is just keep running a few days and then delay the healing process and then you know this then extend into January, so I'm like, stuff it, I'll just uh, you know even though I could jog, I'm just going to take some extra time, so that was my week um yeah, I went and hit some golf balls on the friday uh it like it the downside was. I always like going out for a run around sort of like Christmas Day or Christmas Eve or even Boxing Day um, and not to have that sort of, you know, put me in a bit of a shittier mood. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy with the de- decision that I've made and I reckon that I'll be able to um, jog like pain free and without any awareness um, later this week. So, uh, yeah, fingers crossed that come 1st of January, I'll be, yeah, all good.
0: That's good, heading in the right direction. I will ask yeah. both you boys a couple of yearly review comments about your own running when we get to uh, when we get to the end of our weeks. So I ran, I think maybe four or five times, had those sore hips last Sunday, so I had Monday off, ran for 25 minutes Tuesday, and I was still a bit sore, but much better, so the rest definitely did them the world of good. I then had Wednesday off, because we had our work Christmas party, and I was struggling a bit with a hangover there. But then Thursday I got out for ten k, forty five minutes at 4.30s. and I just put in my comments there. I could just sniff a bit of like normality, like I didn't feel injured, kind of sore. I just felt a bit unfit, like I, you know when things like you start clicking, you're covering the ground the right way. Like I felt like it would definitely like turn the page, um, which then led to thirty five minutes the next day. Then I did sixty minutes Christmas Eve, at four thirty twos. That was like the longest run I've done in kind of like two and a half weeks. And then on Christmas Day, I did um, 40 minutes. So that was good. So I've kind of, this week for me has been like a week of, well, this time last week, I was like, oh, stuff's still really sore. I don't feel like I'm over the marathon. Whereas now I'm like, I'm injury free. I've kind of cleared that um, soreness, fatigue, and now I'm just like unfit and just got to string a couple of weeks together to build some fitness back up. So I did 46K. Might try and get like 80, 90 this week. it been hot. It's like 40 degrees today, I think, in chuka, So I'm getting a few heat gains as well. But yeah, happy to move into that next stage of post-marathon recovery. So not much to report, you, um, but feeling good.
2: You, you're not going to do any sort of like summer track racing or anything?
0: I don't think so. like it. There's oh, I haven't looked at the... The only thing that would maybe appeal to me would be like the Box Hill. When's that 5K on? Like, if that was, say, Four. like, March, like, I need... Like, I'm a guy that doesn't have a lot of talent, so I really need six weeks of probably good mileage and training, and it's probably going to take me another two or three to build up to that. So I think I could run out of time.
2: Just um, what you said, what? You're a guy that doesn't have a lot of talent.
0: Yeah, like, I need Ks. I need mileage behind me to run well.
2: So you think people that run less have more talent? They, so you think people that can perform better off less mileage... Are more talented. Yes. What do you reckon about that, croaks?
1: No, I don't agree. I think Brady's just talking himself down a bit.
0: Oh, look at a guy like Jack who can do one hundred and twenty k weeks. Like I could do one hundred and twenty k weeks and be right lucky to break fifteen minutes at five k. Well, I need to do one hundred and fifty k weeks. Like he's got an exceptional amount of talent.
1: I disagree, Brady. I because I've looked back at your Strava recently. You have run over seven thousand kilometers it's every single year. Since two
0: thousand and fifteen. Yeah, I did that last so, the other day, Crocs.
1: So who knows how you run off low mileage? You might actually run really well off lower mileage because that, that is a lot of running. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Good like thinking, year that good year, thinking year in, year in year
0: out. Like that's that's a huge amount. Yeah, it is. It's like twenty k a day for eight years. I worked out the other day. Yeah, ah, so yeah, yeah for so really? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you, yeah I've done seven, you, I think seven thousand two hundred k's a year since two thousand and fifteen. Yeah.
1: I've had one year ever in my life over seven thousand,
0: and I still oh, can't gosh. run a good marathon. This. <laughs> you,
2: many... you know what? You, you should do like a um, a backdated charity run, and then you <laughs> you say run I, across I Australia, started in. Day a day for eight years, and uh, that's going to blow a lot of these charity runners out of the water, mate.
0: Yeah, it could. We should map it see how far I can get on that
2: brady it'd be really but interesting I did run,
0: now i did run well this year croaks off that though you know what i mean like i've had because i've been telling people that like when i ran my 10 and a half marathon pb i just hit that ten thousand hour rule mm. you know how many years do you need to run like is this did i run that twenty nine twenty this year because of that seven years and now it's starting to pay off
1: well, maybe you should look at running, like, 130K a week for the first, like, six months of the year and see how it goes. Yeah, but I actually yeah, think something like
0: feel? 130 and, like, being in the gym twice a week is probably better than 160. Well, why not, not try it? Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And then see how you go. Not, I just know last time, like, when I've tried to come back from breaks, I, like, it takes me a while to get moving. But I'll I'll get a first-hand experience of that in the next couple so, of weeks.
1: So so just getting back to it, you're, what about hit you said, I'm a guy that needs to run a lot to run well, and it's like, well, you don't know, because you've run so much,
0: you know, for well, the last,
1: what, seven, eight years, that yeah, you could actually
0: run well. Off low before mileage. those seven or eight years, I wasn't running real well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you hadn't been running long enough, yeah. maybe. Yeah, we'll see what happens. 130 would be nice, though, wouldn't it? That'd be easy to tick off. So yeah, most your question. I'm kind of looking at, oh, I've got this kind of blueprint from last year. I've like got myself fit for... Like, run for the kids I started running around, I reckon, in, like, March, April.
2: Oh Yeah, how did you go there last year?
0: Seventh. Ran through a 5k pace. You oh, said it was a good seven. run, remember? Yeah, but seventh. It was a deep field. Was a seventh or sixth? Archie and Nath were in front of me. Nath was oh, yeah. third. I reckon Archie was fifth. Maybe I was sixth. Who won? Liam Adams. Abiri okay. Belay was second. Nath was third. Archie was fifth. Who got... Oh, the guy from um, Western A's. He had an absolute blinder. Shoey. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I was happy with the way... Like, I was happy averaging 305s on that course. But anyway, we're getting off track. But I think <laughs> that's the... Um, yeah, I've got... I can almost look at my stride from last year and be like, okay. Might go back to Stalkroats. Might do that Moose, Get on the track there. Get the spikes. Oh,
2: jeez. Can't man, wait for that. Me and
0: you got <laughs> tagged in a little um, Twitter thing the other day, trying to get us both there. Did we? Yeah, someone said get moose and croaks. Uh, get moose, croaks, and Brady there.
2: Oh, mate, Twitter's cooked these days. Um, I would, I would love for you not to do stall, so we don't have to listen to it.
0: Yeah, well, would you best have to get recap in our years, and that will come up when I talk about oh, mine. Bro. But tell me about yours, croaks. We'll give it a score out of ten. What did you rate your year? What was your race of the year, and what was your favourite shoe you ran in this year? Uh
1: you know what? I'd give it a seven out of ten because, um, like, looking. This time last year, I had a, a dodgy calf, and not you know, it, and basically 10th of January I got COVID and got pretty sick. So end of January I was the most unfit that I'd been in 10 years probably, um, and I slowly built up, um, got you know in decent shape by May. Ran Sydney 10, which was um, you know pretty good off you know from where I'd been in January. Remind us what time you um, run?
0: Thirty. Uh, 30?
1: Thirty. Thirty twenty six or 26, something, yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, and then I decided that I was going to go to Gold Coast and pace, but also finish it. So I had sort of a like not a traditional marathon um, build, but I was you know knocking out some decent sessions, some decent volume for that sort of five or six week period. Uh, yeah, happy with the two twenty three, um, especially given it was you know essentially solo. Um, and then the back end was disappointing, um, largely due to sickness. I had um, like about a month after Gold Coast, a throat infection, got back for about three or four weeks, then got um, pneumonia, uh, started to then build up maybe five or six weeks and then, you know, got this calf thing, which sort of came out of nowhere. And then that's, that's my year. So that middle sort of six, seven months was actually really good. Um, just the start of the year and the end of the year just weren't so great.
0: Favorite race? You got a lot to choose from, obviously. Which one you got
1: to go with? Uh, I probably enjoyed Gold Coast more than Sydney. Sydney, I just felt like I hadn't, and I, I mentioned this um, during the recap. I, I hadn't done a lot of harder intensity training, so I was happy with thirty twenty six, but the back end of it was pretty like ordinary, just because I wasn't race fit. Um, whereas Gold Coast was, uh, yeah, enjoyable. Happy with the time um, and, and the experience. And favorite shoe. Uh, probably the shoe that I got the most miles out of and, you know, enjoyed. which I, So I started in this shoe the week after Sydney 10 um, was the On Cloud Monster. Um, I've had a couple of pairs of those this year, and they've sort of been my go-to midweek long run shoe and my Sunday run shoe, and I've been able to run pretty fast in those and feel good doing it. So that's probably the shoe for me that I um, – yeah, enjoyed this year.
0: Good reflection. Moose, score out of 10 for your 2022? Uh, I
2: reckon seven as well. Se- seven. Seven's a
0: real cop out number. Someone once told me, like, give you, uh, talking about a job. They said, give this job a score, but you're not allowed to choose seven. So if it's six out of 10, you're not happy, it's pretty shit. <laughs> if it's eight out of 10, you're really happy, don't think about a career change.
3: Yeah, yeah, said so no, You no, can't no.
0: choose seven. You bikes are both chosen. What are you giving my. Why are you, Brady? Yeah, yeah I thought, you said, I was going to give myself eight, so I thought you were pretty generous with seven, oh, okay. but you did recap it pretty well. I'll, go six, I'll pretty go well. six then. I'll go <laughs> six. <laughs> I'm not sure, your you're a reflection. And then you <laughs> explained it well to back it up. <laughs> I just think you said yeah. But anyway, Bruce, keep going. Actually, Some life I advice think in there.
2: spot on, because it's <laughs> neither of those two things you said. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: so there it's, you go. Because it, 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 it's relative, right? My I give it a seven mm. based off the situation in life where I'm at. and And so... And my goals for the year coming in, I didn't achieve them because I came in the year and I was building back mileage, so I was feeling pretty good. I got COVID in the first week, and then I got into some racing, um, and I ended up running. Um, I ended up running pretty well through Feb, and then in March I got a sore knee. So the sore knee cooked me f- until. And then I, by that stage, it was a very bad flare-up. So I didn't run for like eight weeks or something. And, and then I came back only doing 30, 40, 50, 60, 70K a week. And so I, I had very low expectations after March. And, and I ran cross-country. I think I did, oh, I'm going to say, six races, maybe seven. And I loved it. And I, I felt like I performed well off my mileage there. So, mm-hmm. And I thought I helped Geelong – Get up to third place in the in the state, um, the championships or the, the, the series. Uh, so, really happy with how cross country went. I was able to score in Division One a couple of times. And and from there, again, I've just been building slowly, and I've put myself in a position where I can train for a marathon. So this this year was quite disappointing, and probably at June first. It was a two out of 10, but I've, I'm really kind of, I guess, proud of how I've been able to stay disciplined and patient and just stick at it. Uh, even through some pretty, um, ominous times, I guess, and outlooks on my running future, like mountain bike kneeling got me away. I started surfing again. And so being able to come back to running, even with, even with an outlook where I'll never get back to where I was, uh, it's it it, i reckon you take a a seven out or nine out of ten for the second half of the year uh, and you take the two off it so we're down to seven um and and this is like i've got to say thank you to the group that i train with because without those guys um i'm probably on a bike now or i'm surfing somewhere uh so like huge huge credit to them for for getting me back and um and always being there on a certain night or a, or a day or at a race where I can um, feel like I'm part of a team because that's and, – and feel like I'm part of the – like I have an identity with the group and that, that's what keeps me out there. So massive kudos to those guys. Oh, we've
0: got to thank them too then, Croak, because they've kept our co-host here through 2022, I <laughs> uh, sound of things. Yeah. Um, so good on you, SurfGhost Track Club, building that culture. Favourite shoe moose of the year?
2: Uh, well, Sockany Triumph 20, favourite shoe.
0: Okay. And the favourite race you did?
2: Bandura. It's a classic cross country. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the Victorian championships. Um, Bundura was the, the round that Geelong turned the season around. I think we got second or third. I think we got yeah, second. You got at second
0: that... because you helped us beat Box Hill.
2: Yeah. We came back on a countback. I think mm. it was. So we were second. Um, I, it was bloody hard work. It was one of the hardest races. Um, and, and I was like, that felt like, all oh, Geelong cross country is back and, it's, and it has a good feel to it again. So that, that got me so up in You I
0: all thought. came in together, didn't you? There was like four of you Geelong guys between like 25th and 32nd.
2: Yeah, we were. Final and we, team race. Was, it wasn't a deep team. Mm. It was just a lot of blokes running a few spots higher than what they probably normally would. Uh, and, and that's what made it so good.
0: Yeah, as I said before, I'd say eight. Like if I nailed Valencia, it would have been a nine. I was happy with the uh, the ten k, and the half PB. Like I was oh, I of...
2: reckon, if if you nail Valencia, mm. you're that's probably going to ask for
0: much more, can you? That's a yeah. ten. You yeah. can't yeah.
2: do much more. Like you had a you had a brilliant year of running.
0: It's hard to end the year with Valencia too, because I'm like, oh damn it! Like that's the thing that's in my like. Memory. I'm kind of forgetting all the other stuff that happened, but yeah, it was good. I was a bit pretty unfit, like Jan. Olivia was born very late December. Had some time off, built back up, um, and then like what you just talked about, that club culture, like the stuff we did with the Bendigo Bats was fun. It was hard at times to get to ten races, but kind of proud that we did that and we pulled off that season and and just um, kind of created that culture for our team. And then it was good to kind of get away to the the faster races, I suppose, the Launceston and the and the, and the Gold Coast in between to. Get those PBs. Um, I think my race of the year was probably probably Launceston. I kind of never thought I'd run that quick. Like I always thought I'd just be a guy trying to just break thirty, be like a twenty nine, you know, fifty guy, twenty nine fifty five. So to kind of go that twenty nine. I think I ran twenty nine twenty five. I kind of just never thought I'd get that quick, and that just worked perfectly. One of those ones where it just felt like smooth the whole way, and you'd come home super strong. And my shoe of the year would be the, Miz- oh, I'm mm-hmm. going to say the Mizuno Rebellion Pro because I had so much fun training in it. I didn't get to race in it, but it's the only shoe yeah. I, well, probably the Cloud Monster as well in a in a jogging sense. The only shoe I put on and I'm like, wow, this is different um, and kind of excites you when you're warming up knowing you're about to put that shoe on for a workout. So yeah. big things to come in that shoe race-wise, hopefully in 2023.
1: I probably would have said that as well, Brady, but I've only done one run in it. But yeah, yeah, Yeah. definitely it'll be on, yeah, the, the, um, yeah, we're using it a lot next year. Um, It
0: was just a shoe with that wow factor, like you put it on, you're like, this is like when I put the Vaporfly on for the very first time, like we've entered a new category of performance racing shoes, I think.
1: I remember messaging you when i got them i'd just done a a run through down the hall and i'm like holy shit! i haven't felt this way in a shoe since i put on the alpha fly yeah Yeah. um yeah so hey brady can i say one thing to justify my seven as well instead of a six because i forgot to mention this i think this year has been the first year since 2018 where i actually haven't had massive issues with my body in terms of you know locked up through my back and hips so Although I haven't had a, a great year in terms of, you know, outstanding performances, I've actually enjoyed my running the most this year in the last three because when I have been running, I've felt like a runner, even even when I've been unfit, I still feel like I've been moving okay. Which, uh, you know, sometimes I'd take that over being fit but feel like you're moving shit because it's yeah. just not that enjoyable.
0: And we're yeah. all looking through this with different lenses. Like I'm very much race focused, and it's like, well, how I went in the races is dictating my mm. score and you're like yeah. how am i covering the ground almost like that's your how how are you enjoying the the training yeah. and then moose has got a bit of both with that culture and who he's surrounding himself with as well and where we're coming from was different as i suppose as well jan first anyway boys let's thank some patreon supporters moose do you want to kick things off
2: yep i have to thank you mark mccomish from dublin in ireland whoa got a few irish patrons do we not too many, I can't remember yeah. reading it. Yeah?
0: Wouldn't have been too many over the years.
2: There's yeah, a few. But...
0: I reckon I met a few in Valencia too. Oh,
2: yeah? Yeah.
0: We haven't really talked Cause, about cause that. Because they knew Mark um, Kerwin. Oh, yeah. They all know Mark Kerwin over there. Yeah, run with him. Is he still run? I don't know. I haven't seen anything results-wise, but I think he still gets out. He's got a couple
2: of kids. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, Mark, he's from Dublin, Ireland. His drive is pretty locked down, but I... Found out that he ran twenty three forty three at the two thousand eighteen Dunboyne four mile race. So that's what six point four k. Mm. Uh, that's a pretty good time for that. Well, that's a real. That's a really fast time. Yeah. Consider that twenty three forty three k pace. Oh yeah, maybe it's not that fast. Well, it's still Sorry. Pretty quick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I had my um, eights and sixes around the wrong way there. Um, has run for Rani Rahini, Rani, Shamrock Athletic Club, and is a regular run director at St. Anne's Park Run. He is a chartered accountant and is the managing director at Compliance Management and GXP Training. Good on you, Mark. Thank you for uh, signing up, supporting the show.
0: Is GXP, is that, um, you know, when you download a file from your Garmin or your Coros? Is that GXP? Is that a GXP uh, file? Would that no, be
1: something to do with that? No. GPX. I, reckon it, I reckon this is more accounting stuff. That's GPX. Yeah, oh, GPX.
0: Not no, yeah, not far off. Thanks for your support, Mark. <laughs> Croakes, so you got?
1: Uh I got Thomas Christofferson from Norway. Uh, he ran this year's Valencia Marathon with Brady. He ran 25614 with uh splits of 8755 and 89.19. So not a not a bad positive split. Um I think he might have qualifications in leadership training and works for Bravida, which is a building and construction company. Um, yeah, in Norway.
0: Thanks, you, Thomas. Thomas. I'm going to thank yes. Gemma Wilson. Croaks, help me um, say we this tang- suburb. We, we Tangara. ACT. Is it a good suburb, Croaks, up there?
1: Uh, yeah, it's over near sort of
0: Belkonenway. Oh yeah. North
1: side. Yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, best parkrun result of 22.55 at the Gindira parkrun. Ginandera. <laughs> according to her parkrun profile, she has run 196 parkruns at 28 mm-hmm. different locations and has volunteered 27 times. Think she might be a teacher librarian at the Radford College, which is one mm-hmm. of the best colleges in Canberra, supposedly, from yep. my research.
2: So what do um, librarians do? These days, like given that most stuff's online, they still do books and stuff. We, we in had the to library? we
0: moved our library. It's moving rooms at our school, so we had to move twenty thousand books last week.
2: Oh, any still, running books?
0: It's, no, we got primary school. Those kids aren't reading running books. But um, it's yeah, very much still books where I am. Yeah. like yeah, they got like an app on their iPad where they can access like an online library. But um, it'd probably be different in high school, croaks. You know,
1: um, I'm not sure. Well, we don't really have a library where I teach, um, but maybe some of the, like Bradford's a private school, maybe they still have their, um, like a library.
0: Oh really? You don't have one at all? Not really, no. She's on 196 park runs, but she might have done the um, the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day double, and then she might have the New Year's Eve, New Year's Day double lined up to get to her yeah. 200.
1: And she might have done a few where she didn't take the, her barcode, yeah. so she might be over 200.
0: Pretty impressive, isn't it? Quick news wrap here, boys. Vic Miles Club happened on oh, the days blending together a bit here. Was it Thursday night? No, I think it was. Andre Waring continued his fine form, got the win in 3.42.8, beat Jared Clifford. Haven't said his name for a while, Clifford, and uh, a bit of a while. I think it was since the Tokyo Paralympics, since his last 1,500. He was in good shape, though, ran 3.44.4. Riley Bryce ran 3.45. It was deep deep race because uh that was the a's but in the b race there were seven blokes that broke 352 can you believe mm. that moose
2: that's strong that's strong that is. isn't it yeah, yeah. there's
0: one in like 348 the b race so um good depth wow. there your mate moose i think you're traveling to osaka with her she's a mizuno athlete just announced i think she's on that same trip as you morgan mitchell she won the women's in 427.9 Piper Gay was second in 4.28.7, and Haley Whitzed was third in 4.28.8. There were some 800s there as well. Davina Smith won that in 2.09. Rochelle Kennedy was second in 2.10.6, and Shaney Landon was third in 2.10.7. And probably the run of the night, because it was the meet record, Jack Lunn, he ran 147.6. Sorry, meet record. Big Miles Club record. Not sure yeah. what, what terminology they use. Jamie Harrison was second from Collingwood, 148.3. and Luke Major was third, also from Collingwood, in one fifty-point-six. Did you catch any of it, Moose? Any comments? Want to move on to New South Wales Miles Club? I don't mind. Give me something.
2: No, I didn't see any of it. Thursday must have been an event or something, was it?
0: Yeah, it was hard to. Yeah, I was the same. I think they were pretty late as well. I think those B boys, because we had a couple of young Bendigo kids in there. I think they were on at like nine forty p.m. or something cool. like that. Yeah, late yeah. one for them. Uh, Crocs, you want to quickly take us to New South Wales?
1: Uh, yeah, so in the women's 800, Ruby Madden won in 213.8. Aspen Lambert was second in 215.2. And Zoe Woods was third in 216.67. Uh, in the men's, Riley McGowan, who's uh, yeah from Canberra, he won in 150.22. Uh, ben Jagger was second, 150.7. Uh, Obser Youssef, third in 153. and then in the men's 15 Cameron Musgrove another Canberran uh, he won in 349.34 Daniel Williams now this is impressive he's 15 he finished second Uh, he's from Byron Bay ran 349.74 which I believe is an Australian under 16 record um, yeah, so that's pretty incredible. He's one to look out for in the next few mm-hmm. years. And Luke Boyes was third in 349.82 in the women's Georgia Winkup. Uh, she won the race, uh, pretty much a solo effort, 419.04. Uh, Neve Allen second, 425.96 and Tia Brady third in 436.
0: Some depth getting around the country, isn't there? And some, sorry, some talent. Mm. Some, some talent. 15. Yeah. 349. Hmm. Yeah, it's crazy fast. Uh, the other bit of running news was the Olympic Committee announced the Paris Olympic Standards 2024. Um, the most notable point here was probably that the qualifying period is already open. So, Brett Robinson and Sinead Divers' recent marathons fall within the qualifying qualification period, which is important because the men's marathon standard was 208.10. So very hard one to get. The women's was two twenty six fifty. So kind of, you know, you're not expecting many men to get that, but you're probably expecting six or seven women to get the women's yeah. one. So um, it's funny how it works like that. Very quick one forty four seven for the men's eight hundred. Three thirty three point five for the fifteen hundred. Not going to cause our boys any issues there though. I think they're all quicker than that. Thirteen oh five for the five k. So that's difficult. And twenty seven flat for the men's ten k. So you've got to beat the Australian record by what? 15 seconds, 12 seconds yep. to um, to mm-hmm. get the time. And then 8.15 for the steeple. Women's is one fifty-nine point three for the eight, so that's pretty tough. But 4.02.5 for the 15, our ladies will get. 14.52 for the fives, really tough. And 30.40 for the women's 10K is extremely tough. 9.23 for the steeple. Anything comes off the top of your head, boys? I think the rankings are going to be super important here because a lot of people aren't going to be able to hit those times. And
2: That's what they want, isn't it? Yeah. Well, what 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 um stands out mm-hmm. to me here is how important Oceania Championships will be, and how the 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 organisers or the AA or who I guess it's not AA, it's Oceania Athletics um, or I'm not sure what the name is, but they need to set this up where we're running fast mm. because you can't go to like cans in in the heat of the day trying to run times when all the points are on offer um i think this needs these races need to be set up because there's going to be a lot of australian athletes going there trying to accumulate good points um and run fast so that they get that the 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 ranking point entry because uh, these are all set up to kind of be 50 50 50 50 i mean 50 percent of, of are auto qualifiers and 50 are rankings um and so you look at 27 flat for a, a men's 10, and you go, well, <laughs> rankings is going to play a big part there for for a lot of countries. Would it be ever
0: worth Because I always go places where it's hot, isn't it? Like I've never heard of, um, well, it's probably happened, but I've just never heard of it. Oceania's been in like Tassie or Melbourne. Like would yeah. it would be worth them just doing the distance races somewhere where it's cooler?
2: Oh, you, I think it's something well, it like, to be in the
0: same spot. So that too much have work.
2: To- have to look up you can do it all in a cooler environment if you if you're prioritizing the uh, progression of athletics that's what it has to be yeah but sprinters
0: like a hot moose
1: mm. but but you I can't cater just jumpers. for one type of athlete like S- sydney in winter is not ridiculously cold you know what i mean um like yeah okay it's not ideal it's not ideal sprinting weather but you, you're never going to get an environment that caters for both sprinters and distance runners,
2: how, how hot do sprinters like it?
1: They they like it pretty hot, I think. They like do they? A, they like yeah. it hot, Moose. Yeah. Yeah, right.
0: They right. like it real hot. <laughs> but
1: if you're if you want to get distance runners qualified, you know, as Moose said, like going to Cairns, yeah, you know, in the middle of winter, it's still too hot. Yeah. Uh, so they need to, you know, have it in winter. Um,
2: in advertise like, it early too. It's got it athletes have to make plans for it almost like if this is where you're going to try to get your qualifiers at in terms of ranking points so you've got to base the season around it almost
0: yeah that'd be interesting hopefully they're having those conversations behind closed doors at the moment because it's going to play a massive part uh, i'm thinking we might go uh, listen to question boost on the loose and then we'll go we'll wrap up all the awards in one hit boys happy with that all well, right question crux
1: yeah, so a while, like a few weeks back, somebody wrote in. I don't have it in front of me, um, but the question was, what are your goals for 2023? And Croker, it can't be just to have fun. <laughs> <So> that, <laughs> I remember that's I remember that's what the question was. I just can't remember who wrote it.
0: Good question. Do I want to actually move that to next week? This show's all in about reflection, and let's get yeah, a right. goal setting next week. All right. Then, um, and I also haven't thought too much about this yet, so we can start thinking about some stuff. Yeah. All right. All right, Moose on the loose, you got something,
2: Moose. Um well, outside of the poor humour popping up in my Strava. Like and also just people pigging back on not funny comments with liking it. Just in I, th- I thought that was pretty like just real people low level, just basic stuff. low level stuff. I'm starting to worry about the intelligence of my followers. But um it, you know we in summer here, so to that a lot of people down here running for the first time on their um, trip away from wherever else they live, they come down here for a week or so, and this is a this is a replay, maybe up to the fourth or fifth time i 've used this moose on the loose, <laughs> but it doesn 't hurt to say hello, come on, like I get you don 't live in this town, and I get like you might. I don't actually that's all like I don't even get that if someone's coming towards you and you're isolated in the bush and they look up and you're the only two runners within a kilometre I look up I try to make it as comfortable as possible from a, a distance out I'm like okay perhaps this lady coming towards me is not comfortable or it's like a little awkward for her she might be insecure I, I understand that. I appreciate that Um, So I'm going to raise my hand, wave, smile, say, hi, morning, g'day. And it just feels really shit when they look at you and they just fucking ghost you. Stare at the ground, trudge off. At the start, I'm like, oh, that makes me mad. And then for the next 10 minutes, I think, well, actually, it makes me feel pretty shit. Like, can you just acknowledge the existence of another human out here enjoying this track with you? Uh, just oh and so today Ellie and I in Aries like ran past two people Ellie is the biggest hello person in the world it's too annoyingly so she'll say hello to people like 50 meters away um, and like not even looking so <laughs> she, she said hello to two people this morning coming towards us and I was just cringed at the absolute ghost cold shoulder she got and she's like okay it started, hasn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, they're here already. What is it about those that don't live in a small town not being able to say hello to other humans? Like, we're all the one species. We're all the one race of... We're, no, it might not be the same race, but we're the same species of person. Um, we all acknowledge, like, say you don't speak English, we, we, we acknowledge smiling. We, we know what a wave means. Come on. Come on. Boxing day, too. In the morning. It was a beautiful morning. Big Big city's
0: grown out of it, Moose. You know what I mean? Too long in the big city. They've lost those skills.
2: Why don't you like other people? Just because you live in the city doesn't mean you don't have to dislike people.
1: (laughs) Maybe they just feel intimidated by Surf Coast Track Club. That
0: that article was
2: like a bullying
0: thing, wasn't it? Like, you can't
2: do anything down there. (laughs) not at all. We, We smile. We say hello. We are a very approachable bunch. And this wasn't us. This was Ali and I. This was a female this morning saying hello. We No, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. The, the other thing is, like, it's we're runners. Runners have a special relationship with one another. Like, the person that wears 300 bucks splitties, <laughs> I still feel like we have a bond, me and that person. Or if you're taking a photo mid-run, I, and I run past, I'm like yeah they're a runner like we have a thing we can talk to each other we get it but runners from the city i'm not sure that we do get get along because i'm not getting any smiles back i'm not getting any good mornings and it, it makes me feel upset sad unappreciated
0: good one i feel like it's been done before but you've taken it to
2: a new level which nah, is good. it's gonna keep going because yeah. this is like no, i'm with you yeah.
0: small town tourist town Happens, you know, when you they get come a bit in... up there. Oh yeah, yeah. Same yeah, problem. Same problem. Yeah. Kind of try to avoid anywhere we have to see anyone these days because just can't be bothered. But you can pick it, can't you?
2: Yeah, it's it's, and this morning we were joking about it, until the joke became actually, why the fuck aren't they saying hello? And then I got in myself a bit of a tiz, and now I've come out of it quite upset.
0: Hmm. All right. Let's move on to the awards part of the yeah, evening. Yeah, this is what we're here for. Highlight. What, yeah, if you're still skipping, this is the place to stop when we start <laughs> talking about this stuff. Um, thanks to people who voted. The people's choice kind of component of it was new this year, so we've got a spreadsheet open now. Just nearly, pretty much nearly 1,000 people voted, which I thought was pretty cool. They didn't all vote on the same questions. Uh, we made the first two optional, the performance of, I mean, mandatory, the performance of the year and the athlete of the year, so you had to vote on those ones. But the other ones, we just uh, wanted some suggestions. Some of your answers there. Um, I don't want to start with performance of the year, boys, because I feel mm. like that's one of the big ones. Do you want to start a bit easier than that? Do you want to start with most improved athlete of 2022? Happy with that. Yeah, all right. We can't all see right. each other's that's answers. Fine, okay. We're all working off different documents here. I'm hoping you guys have done some homework. Well, let's start with that one. Croaks, you're trying to bring in different criteria. You think there should be rules about who you can vote for, things like that. Have you got some kind of criteria that you go for when you're thinking about most improved? Uh,
1: So most improved is somebody clearly that has improved. But this time last year, you wouldn't think that they've achieved what they have achieved this year.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. They've come out of nowhere sort of thing. Yeah, Mm. like...
1: They've yeah. all, 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 like, stepped up to a new level. Um, I've, look, I've got more rules around the ones to watch uh, okay. category, but this one is definitely – and for, for me, the tiebreaker is, if I put myself 12 months ago, what's been – which one have I been most impressed with in terms of what they've achieved given where they were last year? No, you know, yeah, and, and, that's fair. And look, and I reckon there's uh, – like, I, I really struggled to narrow this down. I had about – I had four – Um, initially Do you want me to list the the four that I had like
0: shortlisted? I do have have my standout uh, Moose told me I'm only allowed to say one name for men and women
1: No, that's for ones to watch that's the ones to watch No, like I'll still give you my answer But in terms of the the shortlist I had Leanne Pompiani Abby Caldwell
0: Abby Caldwell is most popular amongst Dow
1: voters Yep Uh, I had Nat Rule um, And I had Kai Robinson so just for some background um so leanne like has been sort of on that national scene for quite a while um but some of her but this is the first year where she's really beat some of the big names um you know winning city to surf in the second fastest time ever is is bloody impressive um so and like her pbs have come down a little bit probably like the 5k was like the most significant one where she um, went from like, I think, close to 16 minutes to like 15.20. Uh, and she could probably run faster right now if she ran a 5K. Uh, Abby Caldwell, she went from 207 in the 800 down to 159. 407 down to 404 in the 1500. Won her first national title and also won a Comms Games, Comm Games bronze medal. Uh, Nat Rule went from 416 to 409 in the 1500. From 1539 to 1506 in the 5K, and also um, got a start at Com Games and World Champs. And Kai Robinson went from like 1350 in the 5K to 1311, um, debuted in the 10K and ran like sub 28 minutes. So they were, they were my four.
2: Um, yeah, they're good four. He's done some that's good. too, hasn't he? Yeah. It's like he wants Man, to win it himself.
0: He, Who's
1: the best this
0: host
1: was Christmas Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so. And it, you know if I look back at, all right, if I was to look at all of these four this time last year and look at what they've achieved, I've, I've gone with Abby Caldwell um, because she's sort of stepped up um, on the world stage more so than what the others have. Even though they've all improved significantly, I feel like Abby was the one that, um, from an international standpoint, uh, made the biggest breakthrough.
3: So you 90, can't argue with that.
0: 96 people agree with you, Croaks, on the uh, yeah. voting. The only other person that you haven't mentioned, Moose might mention them in a second, so I won't say it yet, but there is some person that got over 50, and that would be the second highest.
2: Okay. Mm. Mm.
0: Well, I'm not mentioning... Oh, sorry. Leanne. Oh, how many did I say for Abby?
2: Oh, actually, yeah. I yeah. thought Leanne and Abby were very similar when I did the quick math on it. So, how it. We... I thought you did a great job there, Croce. Leanne, one hundred and two. Actually,
0: nice. she was the highest person that voted, highest I, amount of votes that come in for that
1: one. I feel like Leanne on the voting would would get a lot just because of like the recent results. Um, but if you think about Abby, like two hundred and seven to 150, like one hundred and fifty nine, is getting like world class in the eight. Well,
0: and um, she won a she won a plus winning
1: Com Games medal. Yeah, that's why she's she's a and look even that rule. 1539 down to 1506, like 1506 is getting pretty serious in the 5K. Um, but Abby was able to convert that on the world stage by winning her COM Games medal. Yeah,
0: she and, got and, time and, and, and she got them medal.
1: And, 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 and beat the likes of Jess, Hull and mm-hmm. Lyndon
0: to do it. Yeah, if someone that, put you in a yeah. time machine and takes you this time last year and tells you that, you're probably falling off your seat. Mm-hmm. Abby Cole was I'm, going to the Com Games yeah. and meeting Jess Hull in the 15. Oh, in the 15? 15? Eight, 15. And she had to deal with a bit of controversy to do that.
2: Yeah. So the this, the tricky bit here is when you get athletes that are already on the world stage stepping up a bit.
0: Hmm, that's my. So
2: mind. yeah, because obviously, well, you go ahead, Brady. You name your name.
0: I actually went with the same person I went with last year, most most improved, Shanae Diver. I know this will, this will cause some issues here, but I've got some stuff to justify because I know it triggered the croaks last year. But she she ran <laughs> two twenty one. She ran two twenty one. The next fastest person. In the current marathon rankings with female is Lisa with 2.24.00. She is over, I did work this out today, how many seconds clear? She's 2 minutes 24 clear of every other woman marathoner at the moment, and we know how strong it is. Of course, she was amazing to come 10th at the Olympics, but she has put herself in a whole different league than those amazing marathoners we have on a time basis. So for that, I think mm. that's a significant improvement for someone who is already at a very, very high level.
2: I, I disagree.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Cause I don't feel Don't feel I disagree have to agree. as well because I, I feel like tenth at the Olympics is worth two
2: twenty. Yeah, like, you've, got to, right. you've yeah. got to do it. though. You've got to do it. Two twenty one. Can't just go hasn't, hypothetically. Hasn't it should be somewhere there on the standings in terms of like if tenth at the Olympics elevates her to a great of ours. 221 is a is a Takes it to the
0: greatest. <laughs> to the greatest from a great to the greatest. I don't think it's
2: better than She's in a kind
0: of – what's your own? 221.
1: if we're going back to the rules, if we're standing no here – if, if we're standing here this time last year when Sinead has just finished 10th in the Olympics in the marathon and you say, all right, what time would you expect somebody who's finished 10th at the olympics to run for on a flat marathon course you'd probably say 221 whereas there
0: was the hot factor and did she go prepare yeah, then, better in the heat to get that 10th and how many people she, were at the olympics like yeah. i don't think uh, two, she went 221 34. if you told me this time last year that shanae dives gonna run 221 34 i would be i think she was gonna run quicker than her pb remember her pb was 224 she come out and 221 is bloody quick. It's the fastest ever. She wasn't getting Eddie any
1: would win a com Games medal and beat Lyndon and Jess?
0: I Actually, in my notes here, I said the obvious answers are Leanne and Abby, which I knew oh, you two you were going to go with. Pot. And I've said, oh, you, you know what, pot. I'm here to here mix he things goes. up a bit. And I've seen some of the voting and I knew that was the case and I just wanted to create a bit of conversation. You
1: don't uh, tell us that. It's nope. fair. It is, like, yeah, Sinead, it is a significant improvement, um, but 10th at the
0: Olympics is, you know, like, it's probably on par in a way. You know what will make it more significant? If those other girls don't run similar times this coming year, 2023. Because you could say that, you know, Jess has run a hilly one in the comp games, like, and that's what I'm excited about, what's coming up a bit later. But if that's still going to be an outlier in 12 months, because she's in a league of her own, that's why she's most improved. Congratulations, Sinead, for winning that award for me. Did you have someone else, Moose?
2: Um... No, I didn't. Uh no, I didn't. I kind of had Kai Robinson there. However, you you convinced me. It's Abby Caldwell. It's Abby Caldwell because of the World Stage thing. Yeah. And sure, she probably would win more races if she didn't go to the Comm Games and the World Champs. I mean, sorry, the Comm Games, she did not go to the World Champs. Mm-hmm. But um she would have domestically she'd probably win more races and and so uh, I, I'm with you on that my answer is um, Abby Caldwell
0: the other one that came up a lot and they're using the same thinking I am is Jack Rayner but all yeah, of, well, no, we kind of, was already at that. yeah did yeah, you yeah he I got considered over Jack,
2: 50 yeah because yep, um, he's come out run Australian record but I went back to his 61 half his he basically demolition of the Australian running scene <laughs> um, his unbeatability at, at every domestic fun run and so I couldn't I couldn't put it him because we knew how good he was. Hmm. Uh, and and so yeah, no, it wasn't him for me.
0: Well do you want to go with performance of the year next? This was uh, this was a standout winner on the voting. Forty one percent of the votes went to the one performance, twenty four point mm-hmm. five was the next best and then nineteen point six and fourth was eleven point six. Everything else was kinda of like insignificant to even talk about, it was like one per cent. So the yes. big one. Yeah, well you guys tell me what you went for first and I wonder if you match up to this one
2: Okay, so performance of the year for me was Sinead running the Australian marathon record and And the reason she will hate this the reason comes down to her age Uh, like this this stand alone competes again with Brett running the um, record for the, the male record however if if we're factoring in something that has never occurred in the world before the she's broken a world record by doing this a master's record yes Australian open record but doing this as a 45 year old is something that's never happened ever this is this is a world first uh, she's basically defying uh, almost defying science she's groundbreaking she's inspiring the entire kind of masters community really uh she's inspiring everyone but there are so many people and endless amounts that come in the store and tell us oh you see what Sinead Diver did yep well there's still time for us isn't there it gives us some hope and maybe that's a cop-out and Sinead probably not enjoying this conversation but it's a real thing that's going on. The whole world was talking about it when she did it. Like Certainly. this got the attention of the running world.
0: So if you bring the age factor into it, and there's talk of that young kid from Canberra, Cam Myers, potentially going to break four minutes for the mile and take Jacob's youngest ever person he to ha- do it. He hasn't done this, that. I know, but so if he does it, would you then say this time next year that's performance of the year because he's the youngest person to ever do that?
2: No, no. That, I don't need to use hypotheticals. Hypotheticals, this, aren't I'm. Part I'm, of it. I'm really surprised by yeah, this you, from you, Moose, you're because you in are
0: the age factor.
1: Yeah, like we are looking at an open category, category here. Yeah. It's not age related, and
2: like no, we're yeah. looking at performance of the like, year. Yeah,
1: exactly. And all right, well, do you want to tell? Do you want me to tell you who I think performance of the year is? Because it's definitely not Sinead. Two, although that, Moose's that, was, that
0: that was third. That was 19.6 percent of the people voted for that. So there's people agreeing with him.
1: Yeah. All right. So. I've gone with Ollie, um, Com Games, fifteen hundred meter final, and the reasons for it. Uh, there's a few. One, um, it was the first time that an Australian had done it since Herb Elliott back in 1958. The fact that he beat the current world champion to do it, he beat the previous world champ. So he beat um, Jake Whiteman, who won the world champs a few weeks earlier. He beat Tim Chariot, who was the previous um, world champion. Um, Josh Kerr, who was the Olympic bronze medalist, the way that it was run, it was the second fastest time ever by an Aussie. It was a a PB, um, you know, half a second behind Stewie's Aussie record. Um, and like, like his performance was world class. Like, yes, like Sinead's performance is incredible. It's an Aussie record, but she's not, she's not getting close to beating a world champion doing it. And if we're looking at an open category here, like, it's got to be Ollie. doesn't
2: have to be.
0: <laughs> can be <laughs> Sinead. I've got a different one. 41% croaks that people agree with you, though. Um, I, I thought you two were both going to go Ollie because I saw the votes as well. And I was like, I wonder if I can dig around somewhere because I looked at the second, second percentage and I thought, I wonder, it's Brett Robinson, Australian marathon record, which is 24.5%. Um, and I started looking at some numbers and I started talking, thinking about the record that we've spoken about the most on this podcast going down the last five years was this, the marathon, the Deeks record. It's been there for 36 years. Everyone wanted to see it to go. Everyone's tried to go it. Think about the names who have stepped up to the marathon over the last couple of years. We've seen Mottram try to do it. Benny Saint, Collis had to go. Jeff Hunt debuted at 2.11 and we thought he'd take it. Mona, Troopy, Sean Crichton, Nick Harrison, Brad Camp, Pat Carroll were all around those times, never got it. Brett's had the adversity in the event, could have went back to the track, stuck to it over all these years of of probably people doubting if he'd ever get down there, and he did get down there to run 207.31, I think it's performance of the year because the ole croaks this was the only little tiny asterisk i had next to the ole that all those boys peaked at the world champs 20 days later they rocked up to the com games was he racing them at their best and it wasn't as like i know you talked about people We're who in were,
1: that, who, 330.12 the guys weren't running that much faster than that all season anyway
0: yeah are you talking about you're talking about performance as a time or performance as the win or both
1: well, both. Like yeah, he most... won it in three thirty yeah. point one two. I kind of
0: agree with you, but, but I'm just trying to generate a bit of conversation here. But, maybe, but I think Brett's performance was, was bloody good. I think yeah, it's, but, but we look at things know... and go, if you said to me this time last year, what's going to be more impressive, someone winning the Australian Commonwealth Games 1500 or someone breaking the Australian record at the marathon, I'd have to say the marathon.
1: But it depends. If, it's, if you're looking at the field that Ollie had to beat to win the Com Games gold. Do you, do you know who
0: were fifth that's... and sixth in that race? In what? In the that final you're talking about with Ollies?
1: Yeah, Jake Haywood. and Sam Tanner. Sam Tanner and eight. A- so able are Kip they top the, of the world guys?
0: Those fifth and sixth though. I know we had He's to get. Over, I know we had to get over three good guys, and I I, I love yeah. him, and I love the race. It's going to come up a bit later on for me, but I think they're on their way down. And he was who's on his Jake
3: way. Haywood?
0: Yeah, Moose. I not even heard of these people in this race. He's course.
1: a UK guy, so he went to the Olympics as well.
0: Um, he did run three thirty one for the, coming but fifth. But the point on, is, the,
1: if if we're talking performance of the year, like how like what Ollie did is world class. Brett, like, okay, who, who's who's the best marathoner in the world?
0: Yeah, probably like, Ali Kipchoge, I reckon.
1: You know, but Brett's only still six minutes seven, min, seven minutes behind. Whereas Ollie is beating world champions to win
2: this race.
0: Yeah, from like, twenty days yeah. earlier.
2: Like, it's a good. It's a. It's, <laughs> it's a, a good. performance. Uh, it's a good performance, but an ancient aid <laughs> diver <laughs> at forty-five years old running two twenty-one something that the world has never seen before. I'm glad the majority, I'm glad the
0: um, public uh, agreed with me. Well, it's interesting because I was listening to Brett's podcast and he actually voted himself the winner of this category as well. So he agrees with me. So that's good that he's on the board. (laughs) Uh, Race of the year, boys. What was your race of the year? Can I go first this time? Mine was Ollie Hawke Com Games Gold Medal, 1500. So many storylines, so many like... uh, world champs of current past and Olympic bronze medalist Josh Kerr he did nothing he was in last place I think Bruce McIvaney made it the race of the year on the microphone the Australians and Brad Croker absolutely froth Commonwealth Games so um it kind of it was in your face it was on primetime TV people are talking to me about it in the staff room at lunch and he had to get over the current world champion he ran 330.1 so it was just an amazing race of the year not quite performance of
2: the year, but race of the year for me. Moose, what do you got? Well, yeah, race of the year. I I I read this question as what did I love watching yeah. the most? And so I love watching women's Com games marathon the most. So I love watching Jess Stanton, who is a friend of the show, one of the best people out there, coming off. Uh, well, not really coming off anything. I mean, she obviously had had a, a baby and got back that way, but oh, she may have had COVID before. Did she have COVID she in Saint She between Moritz? Gold yeah. Coast and yeah. Yeah, and then, I mean, we all had COVID, but I, 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 her running away, how she won that marathon, and just the the last ten k over the the hills, how she executed that race, and watching her celebrate down the finish line. Uh, that was my race of the year that that was one of the best things I've ever seen. So um, I don't think Yeah, I don't think anything tops that from what I saw on TV
0: And like you're messaging her in a message group like like as she's doing it kind of thing You know what I mean? It's just like holy shit. Jess, like no one she's out there putting Kenyans away
2: Yeah, and no one had that
0: personal connection.
2: I don't think anyone picked how she, like that. That's what was going to happen the destruction
0: and, she did to other people. Yeah, yeah. yeah that I was know, like a just bit was, of a wow moment,
2: yeah. It, it was like you could have put a lot of different girls in that race. I know the field wasn't the greatest, but you could have put a lot in there and I, she would have been hard to beat.
0: 22 people out of about 700 agree with you there. Is that right? <laughs> yep.
2: But, oh,
0: but yeah. I'm thinking it'd be a good <laughs> 500, 600 holy hall here. But, Crocs, are you going with? Uh So
1: it came down to two for me, and my criteria for this one is – what race sort of gets me up off my couch, going "Holy shit!" Like, what am I, what am I seeing here? And it was um, either the World Champs 1500 meter final where Whiteman beat Ingebrigtsen um, because you know no one really expected that to happen. Uh, everyone thought that he would, like, yeah, he's basically unbeatable all year. Um, or it was Ollie at the Com Games. Um, and so, from an Aussie point of view, it would obviously be that one. But I, I think because you've gone with the, um, you've gone with that one, Brady. I'll go with the World Champs fifteen hundred because that was probably a little bit more of an upset and you know um, a bit more of an excitement factor in terms of like, oh wow, he's he's
0: actually um he, he
1: actually can be beaten. Did you watch Brickson, that? Is yeah,
0: that was. Did you that was insane just watching <clears throat> that? Um, did you watch Ollie live? yeah i did yeah i was, I was crook it was like 10 was p.m or something like that it. i remember that our kids mm. weren't sleeping real well and i decided to go to bed and then i just woke up and i'm like ah oh, one of the oh, like seeing it live would have been so much better than watching the replay yeah yeah knowing the result good chat there um most consistent now this was one that we left off promo on last week and we left off the form that was our accident just slipped down our minds but this is one we're talking about in the past who you got here boys most consistent,
2: hard one, isn't it? I, I didn't do the work here to go back. Yeah. Um, but what what does jump to mind for me is Abby Caldwell. So pretty much every time she got out there and raced, she performed. She executed. So she was almost unbeatable in Victoria through the summer and then went overseas, got a qualifier very quickly, came back, prepared, did Com games. Again, basically... Um, executed it as best that she possibly could have so every time she raced she raced really well i i don't is consistent i don't think means you have to race often to be consistent you just have to get it right more often than not and she got it right nearly every time she stepped out there
0: yeah good one hadn't thought about her remember she did the double at vic miles club she win an eight and yeah. won a three k or something and look, like that like but it's vic miles but it's still yeah, yeah. When she throws the she, line, you know, it's going to be a good she, she result She
2: performs her. when she steps out there, like, and I think that, that, that and I haven't put a lot of thought into that, but she's just the person that I thought, like, oh, yeah, she didn't have a bad one, really. Yeah. Croaks, who you got?
1: Uh, so, I did not narrow it down to two. It was Ollie because um, outside of his World Championships, he's pretty much in the top handful of every single race, and we're talking, like, you know, Oslo Diamond Leagues, Prefontaine Classics, um want to make a mile, which is like Milrose Games. So, like, outside of the World Champs where he bombed out, he's, like, in that top three. Actually, so World Champs he bombed out, and um, uh, which was at the Lausanne Diamond League, he finished 12, where you're sort of having that injury. But outside of that, pretty much top three or four. Um, and Peter Bowl is the other one because outside of a ninth at Diamond League, he finished – yeah, also ninth at one of his diamond leagues. He finished seventh at world champs. Outside of that, he didn't finish any lower than third, including like heats and semis of world champs in every race. So they're my two. I, I probably went Ollie just based on the amount of amount of races that Ollie did um, prepared to Pete. So yeah, I'd go I'd go Ollie.
0: Moose's dog disagrees with you, I think, Chris. <clears throat> yeah. The thing with the consistency though around the world champs, like. Can you if you're thinking about in other like it's his most important race of the year agree disagree agree
1: yeah i agree but if you're looking at i know, you, it's you probably know
0: he's raced a lot though
1: if you're comparing it to somebody who's not competing at quite the same level and like they're, they're finishing top few in in race like you know he yeah. the, the races that he does like 90% of them are like you know almost world championship finals and to be coming out top 3 or 4 in those is pretty incredible um, but if you're looking at it from a numbers point of view, like Pete Boll, seventh at World Champs, which you know is pretty good in the 800, um, won one poor diamond league. And outside of that, did not finish any lower than third.
0: Yeah, it's good research from you. I must admit, because this one we forgot about and come on later, I also didn't do like much research. But I thought Jess Stenson deserves a mention because the, when she runs a marathon, she gets it right. And she did that twice in 2022 which is what you can expect from a marathoner. Two good marathon performances, Commonwealth Games, New York, pull off the double. Um, She's safestly our most consistent marathoner, men's or women's, to put your house on when she stands on the start line. So I thought thought that was from me. Um, Ones to watch in 2023. This is where you wanted to implement a few rules here, Bradley.
1: Yeah, so my rule for this one is you wanna treat the athletes like shares on the stock market so for example Ollie Hoare, Stewie McSwain like their share price right now is, is pretty high and of course they're ones to watch next year um, just like your big bank shares are you know they're going to be they're going to be good this time next year as well but uh, yeah so you want, to, you want to pick somebody whose share price is quite low at the moment but this time next year you, you w- would have made a fair bit of money on
0: Oh, good from you. <laughs> this is. Yeah. So you're find, trying to find a diamond in the rough, yeah. crooks. Is that what yeah. you're thinking? Yeah,
1: essentially, yeah. Who has the biggest, um, biggest growth in their share price over the next year? But yeah, if you can get, is...
0: if Apple or Google are expensive croaks, but you know they're going to return fifteen percent, uh, you're yeah. still going to say them, aren't you?
1: But this is where, nah, like no, last, I'm... this is where, like last year, you go, yeah, Ollie Hawes won the what? What did, like, well,
0: do? what did he do? What did he do? He won like, a okay, okay, gold medal.
1: His stock market Picked went, his, his share price went up a little bit, but we, we want to make a lot of money
2: in the next year, not a little bit. Oh, a, it's a competition. Like, put it this way. It's who not has about the most growth? Money, Is that what you're mate? saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. It's yeah. who has the biggest percentage of growth.
0: Yeah, I think I'll fuck this up then. But anyway, <laughs> we'll go with you guys first. So
1: you should go through who we had for, who we had, uh, for 2022.
0: Yeah, okay. So who we had this time last year? And then I'll read through some of the answers here. Um, yeah. So I had Ollie Hoare, who went on to pretty much win every race he did other than the World Championships. won was no. I also was sent Jess Stenson to rip a fast marathon, do something exciting over the marathon distance. What do you know there? And I said, uh, I wonder what Luke Matthews is going to do with Justin Rinaldi. I think he's retired from running and now signed up for a, for a country <laughs> footy team You're or something. So.
1: Football, so you lost, yeah. you lost your dough on that. Yeah, on but that two, airbus. two from three, yeah.
0: so
2: you no, know, sixty-six. You basically pulled a, a what two-time Olympian mm. uh, out True. there, Yeah, she Marathon. was coming
0: back from a baby. You, but you, yeah.
2: yeah,
0: you would have. She, right? she did run. She did run in Perth. I done it right, haven't I? Two
2: safe bets and a risky
0: one.
1: You would have made a bit of money this year because Ollie's, like Ollie's price this time last year was still high, mm-hmm. but he would have it would have be it would be a bit higher now. And Jess, after winning Com Games, would also be a bit higher. Well,
0: she won uh, AIS Athlete of the Year. She's she's the biggest name in Australian distance running. Yeah, That's but she finished hasn't? ninth.
1: She finished ninth at the World Champs previously. Yeah, I, so, could have, you know. I could
0: have easy said Stewie and Sinead.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, oh, Sinead's up well. All right, I'm glad we got these rules. I think now. I pulled up.
0: Well, who's in the blue other, here? Jack so ran marathon.
2: Rules. The other rule did you didn't mention I. was you can't pick the, uh, the zatapec under 20 winner because that's too obvious <laughs> Okay,
0: it's also very well, I don't know because that is very rare. They go on to stuff on the world stage within a year
2: mm. Yeah, but yeah, okay. Anyway, yeah. Miss
0: you pick Jack Rayner over the marathon for something yeah, I'm to not watch. Sure. No, I, f-
2: I said Jack Rayner. Yeah, no, it he says pretty marathon, well. he yeah. broke the Australian record <laughs>
0: He did over 10K, but I think you were talking marathon. And you said Caitlin Adams, who's was mm. showing glimpses. Mm. Don't think she'd be happy with her Zatopec run, but on the road, she's
2: been pretty impressive. And yeah, no, I, okay, well, I think she was sick at the
0: Oh, Okay, well, that, yeah, the share price is definitely going up. So I reckon mm. you're making a bit of money off that. Croaks, you said have to Strinzos. I probably murdered his name there. but he the had, hell was that? He had the really good NCAA result in 2021. But then didn't he have a shocker in 2022, Krogs?
1: Yeah, so I wouldn't have made a lot of, like, yeah, so that wasn't a, a great pick. So, and look, I've got a few picks here because. He six people. Yeah. They yeah no, because, they're not following the no, rules. what happened was um, this time last year, Luke Matthews was on the show. Oh. And so he had picked a few of the same ones that I had, like some of the college kids. So then I went a few that weren't those. That's
0: why there's more here. Yeah, so Kyle Robinson, yeah. that's returned well. You know, he's, he's kicking away with the big boys at the ballot, the World Champs 10K final. Yeah. Lauren Ryan, maybe you're breaking even. Maybe you lost some yeah. money on that one. Abby Caldwell's paid huge dividends. Yeah. Claudia Hollingsworth, probably the same, same. And Morgan McDonald is running more, but he hasn't really done much performance-wise.
1: Yeah, Morgan broke the New South Wales... 3K record broke Benny Saint's 3K record this year.
0: He did run like 1316 as well for 5K. It just got uh, lost in the wash a bit, didn't it? Well,
1: 1320, I think. But he like ran a... He ran 739 for 3K. Yeah,
0: just
2: getting down there. So sure.
0: showed some glimpses of his old self. All so, right. This I
1: want to
2: hear year. what Moose has got this year. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start off uh, with here and you blokes. No, no. I'm going to start off with my female. Because I haven't landed on my mail yet. So we're going to pick one man, one lady only. I don't want to hear two names out of your mouth, Brady. I've got
0: three women, no men. Right no, no, now. no, you uh, don't. I've got, got to think of a man. Got...
2: Yeah. You've got, you've got one woman and one man.
0: Okay.
2: I've got one. Yeah. All right. All right. So the woman is Amelia Mazadani. Stock price in Australia, pretty low right now, considering she's only run the pack. And where she came fourth I believe uh fourth yeah fourth I think it was um coming back from the US uh where she was at I think New Mexico she has been a big time junior over here but yeah the results get, don't really always find themselves come, getting back onto our show I reckon we missed a couple of hers this year uh I think she's got credentials as like she has the talent to do big things I think she's got a good couple of years now at college learning high performance um now she's matured a little bit uh she's no longer like a junior athlete um she's going to step up into a professional well I don't know I actually don't know at all but I assume that she's going to step up into some professional running and I think she's going to be a big mover
0: Mm-hmm. Do you know what her position – yeah. Do you know any whispers about who she's training with, what she's no. doing? She was in Box I, Hill kit. That's all I know.
2: Well, I saw that she had done a tempo with Rose – no, with Nat Rule maybe. Um, and so I, maybe that she's going to train with, with the Melbourne Track Club. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. Maybe she goes overseas. Maybe she's just here for Christmas probably. Um, I mean, we. the point of this isn't to uh, <laughs> okay. ask – i uh, not no research into our stock picks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's my female. So now let's hear your females. Correct. So you
0: go, go, Brady. Go, Brady. Yeah, well, I had Caitlin Adams because I think she's almost mirrored what Leanne's done. Like, I think she's shown those glimpses and won those road races. I think she's ready to take the next step like Leanne did this year. I could see her winning Pack this time next year. I can see her making the World Cross Country team. Um, I think she's got that opportunity to be. I, I loved what she did at Melbourne Marathon ten k. Like she beat Rose pretty convincingly there. I know Rose wasn't in the form of what we've seen Rose, you know, previously. But I think she's showing good glimpses of being able to, or um, well not just glimpses. She's she's beaten, you know, quality athletes on the road domestically. And I think she's going to potentially make the team for Australia at the World Cross Country Trials. And then I think we could see her winning a Zetapex, something like that. So I think Stock. Yeah, I think she's going to return well for my stock pick this time next year. Mm. Crokes?
1: Uh, I'm torn between two. But, um, I'll, yeah, so there's an obvious one based on, you know, who we've been chatting about the last couple of weeks and the rate of improvement. Um, but one that we don't really talk about much on this show, um, she has been to World Champs and Olympics, um, but Amy Cashin, Um I I feel like she look, she's run pretty fast already, but she's not that well known in the country, but I I don't think she and and I like the way that she races. I don't think she's far away from really matching it with the top girls in the steeple.
0: One person picked this Croaks. Did they? And two people picked Amelia. Moose, okay. so yeah. you guys have gone very niche here, but people, you're on people's radar.
1: Well, my other one was obviously like Leanne, um, but I'd, uh, yeah, but I'll go Amy just because, um, you know, she's, I guess stock price is solid from what she's already done, but I feel like she's not far away from maybe being a bit of a, a name out there.
0: Yeah, you know seven people voted for Moose. In this category, there's a, lot of Morgan, oh. there's a lot of Morgan McDonald. There's a lot of Pete Bowles. A bit of Seth O'Donnell. There's a bit of oh shit. There's a few Toby Mendes here.
2: Brady, right, you had seven vote for you.
0: Ten voted for Toby Mendes. Oh, did you? Did I? Did anyone go Caitlin Adams
2: with me? Nice to see. Oh yeah. No Cate- oh, there's one Caitlin. This is hard when eyes. you only get
1: only get one, like one guy and one girl. Who's oh, there's sh- another
2: croaks and croker? So oh, yeah? that's four. Who's your boy Moose? Um. Seth O'Donnell. Oh, yeah. So, Seth O'Donnell, stock price pretty low after cross countries ended. I reckon may have got didn't injured. see him or something. At
0: Zatapec, though. Yeah, I was no, interesting where see he
2: was. It. He's disappeared a little bit. He did uh, not win National Cross. Did win National he Cross. did win National Cross, yeah. Did win National Cross, actually. So, stock price high middle of the year, but dropped now. And. I'm thinking Seth O'Donnell gets some fitness obviously he's only been running for a year or something like the guy's a national champion after running for a year this he he's he's raw he, he hopefully he's not injury prone that's what I'm worried about because we haven't seen a lot from him and he's real real blue collar type fitting well down the surf coast if he ever wanted to come down but he's uh yeah I reckon hopefully steps up out of this best in the state kind of thing and becomes real national contender, like thirteen twenty type guy over the next couple of years.
0: What about him what, what being on the drums? Does that worry you? I saw a photo of him today on Instagram and he was on the drums playing a gig and I'm just like, oh, he could mm-hmm. easily be a rock star.
2: Oh, okay, I haven't seen that. But that just adds to the mystique Doesn't a little it? bit. Yeah.
0: yeah, the volatile stock pick. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I'm on Pat Tiernan. I think he'd be a bit of a bargain on the stock market at the moment. Transition. Are you kidding? What? Who to watch in 2023 for these reasons? <laughs> Stepped up to the marathon. Okay. Wasn't successful in his kind of terms, his um, quality. So maybe stock price takes a bit of a dip. He's about to roll into world cross country in his home country. I think he's going to do something special there in Feb. And then I think he's going to nail it. He could go out and break um, Brett Robinson's record. Don't be surprised if he does it. And his stock price is gonna go through the roof in two thousand twenty three if he pulls those two things off. He's a safe bet, big time performer, move to a new event, just gotta figure out how to do it. Bam. Yeah, I, I
2: don't I, know about I that. Real... I think his stock price is pretty high to be honest, mate. I reckon we got it I reckon we had to agree on stock prices before we started.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, I think his stock price has taken a hit since the Olympics. I think the oh. Olympics got him back up, but he hasn't really done much since then. We I,
1: I, I know where you're coming from, Brady. I, Six I, I people think agree his, with me. I, I think his stock price has definitely dropped over the last 12 months, but it's like on the higher
0: side. And it's still quality, you isn't he? For people, it depends who's setting stock prices. Mm. All right, what are we up to? That was ones to watch. Um, athlete of the well, Year. I've, got, and then have I've we done got lot guy Oh, sorry, croaks. Sorry.
1: Yeah. Which... Moose probably won't like this one either. So, like, I had I had Kai Robinson again, like, just because
0: I feel like... That's a high stock price after well, World Champs, though. He it was it's, named last year.
1: Yeah, I know, but well, I his, feel like... Whose
0: stock price would be higher, his or Pat's at the moment? Oh, Pat, Pat's, uh, Pat, well, Pat's more well-known. I
2: like could say... Pat's is higher than yeah. Kai's, for
1: sure. Whereas I feel like Kai, though, if we're talking about him this time next year, like, we're putting him in the you know, third fastest Aussie of all time sort of thing, you know, like breaking 13 minutes for 5K, which would significantly improve his stock price from where it is now.
0: I love it. I love this whole stock price um, (laughs) analogy that we just ran with this year. Uh, athlete of the year that's the big one we still do have what excites you in 2023 but that will roll into the end of the show because we'll wrap things up there but this is the big one who is the Australian distance runner athlete of the year Julian Spence who are you giving it to the big trophy we should send them oh. trophies even if they don't like no our show exists
2: Ollie Hor, Ollie Hor for me I think uh come games win want to make a mile mile Australian mile record like or oh, Indoor Mile, sorry. But all those things combined. And I haven't given him points elsewhere tonight. So he, that's because he was our champion. He was our Athlete of the Year. Yeah,
0: you said everything I've got written down in front of me, Ollie Nailed it. Diamond Leagues, Milrose, Commonwealth Games. Missed at World Champs, but did everything else that was significant that he could have done um, on the big stage. Croaks?
1: Uh Yeah. He's my pick as well, so uh, I think everything's been ticked off. He so he's mile so the so he broke both the outdoor mile and indoor mile. So his outdoor mile was the 13th fastest time ever. Um, he also finished third in the Diamond League final, which is a pretty big deal. Um, so yeah, he's a for me a clear standout of athlete of the year.
0: When you look at his IAAF profile as well, so for example, Sinead's overall women's ranking, I don't know how they do this, I guess it's some point's algorithm, is 616. Barretts, I'll look this up today as well, give me two seconds, but keep that 616 in your head. Barretts, and maybe it's different because they're doing marathons, and he's just a, um, Bretts is 486, his overall distance running ranking, but Ollie Hoare is something, Real standouty. I've got it coming up right now. My internet's loading for me. Well, it'd be like top third or, or fourth or something. Nah, it's sixty-seven. But his men's fifteen hundred meter ranking is fifth. But that's sixty-seven. Like his yeah, he's smashing other people we're comparing him to.
3: Mm.
0: So that's taking into account everything. Like that's taking men's marathoning, half marathon, eight hundred. I assume that's even like sprints, wouldn't it, Crooks? Uh, yeah, it's everything. It's yeah. all it's all events. So every single would it be field as well? Uh yeah. Yeah. Current yeah. He's a sixty seventh best athlete on the planet. Mm. Um mm. so that was good. Do we we've wrapped that up. Congratulations, Ollie. We'll send we'll be, something yeah, in the mail. We'll, yeah. Doesn't know he exists, but we'll send him something. <laughs> uh, let's go away with what excites you for two thousand twenty three. Surely I was allowed to pick more than one thing for this one. I've got a few documents yeah. here. Go on. Uh, Well, cross country, obviously, coming to Australia, who makes the team, how we go as a team, how it is, um, Well, who rocks up. Otherwise, in other um, countries' teams, I think that's going to be interesting, how we kind of handle that as a country, that big meet coming to Australia. Jess Stenson, hopefully she enters a flat, fast um, marathon where she can get male pacemakers a long way. How fast can she go?
2: I know what marathon she's doing. Do
0: you? She's doing that 10K down your way, isn't she? That 5K as well? 5 or 10K, Geelong? Next
2: week? Uh, yes, 5K.
0: Is it flat and fast, which marathon she's doing?
2: Actually, no, I don't know. That's a lie. Yeah, back I know a couple of of, I, I know some other ladies which marathons they're doing, but I don't know hers.
0: Do you know Allie's? Because she was one I was going to bring up before when we talk about stock prices. People are sleeping on Allie.
2: I do know Allie's. Um, I you, do. You better but not announce an yeah. 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 Wait until yeah. she does it on Instagram. It's her thing. It's yeah. her thing, yeah.
0: Um what excites me is women's marathon running because listen to these names boys and um boys and girls, whoever's listening to this show. So you got Sinead, you got Ali, you got Lisa, you got Aloise, you got Jess, you potentially got Millie, haven't seen her race for a long time, but when she runs marathon she usually gets it right. And you got Izzy.
2: You got Lisa? Did you say
0: Lisa? Said Lisa, yeah. So that's like eight people potentially trying to fit into three spots for maybe they don't care too much about world champs next year. That they need to hit a time to go to the Olympics the year after.
2: Mm, like, it's going to be it's going to be a big first half of the year because I reckon all these girls are doing one first half.
0: Yeah, right. So and hopefully, I think they've looked at Sinead and think you need to hit a fast time, don't you? Like because it's, it's two twenty six. They can all run that. So well, now
2: there's only two spots really available. Like yeah,
0: wow, well, yeah. You can't see three people. Wow, well, you nearly. I don't know be hard to see three people going quicker than Sinead, wouldn't it? So Sinead's probably got one, one locked down.
2: Well, I, I don't think anyone goes quicker than Sinead. But it, well, that's what I'm saying. There's two spots available. Sinead's locked one up. Mm. Locked it up.
3: Yep.
0: I've got Stewie. Can he finally get that Australian 5K record? That's the one he hasn't got. Can he get that one off Craig Mottram? Um, Jack, like I think we start seeing him in the lead packs in big 5, 10K. I also want to see him do like, big international half marathons. Um, and then obviously a lot of people writing in about the Bendigo Bats can they go bat to bat in two thousand and twenty three XCR season. That's my five things that excite me in two thousand and twenty three fellas. What do you got Moose?
2: Well, World Cross. I want to see. I want to see everyone come out here, stick around for a bit. Be cool to see them come a couple of weeks early, get some course records around the place. Uh, heard a little whisper. One of the groups might be coming down the Surf Coast to base themselves. Oh really? What Very, country? very very quiet whisper um I don't know if you know Uh, it's too too much of a whisper to mention um and then the women's marathoning of course first half of the year like it's going to be on there's going to be a marathon every couple of weeks I reckon where there's someone going large in it (laughs) yeah I don't think anyone beats Sinead's time but how many get under 226 like you mentioned that's very exciting um uh, yeah, that's, that's me, I reckon that like, that's where I'm excited.
0: Gross. where's your excitement? Uh, yeah, I'll go World Cross as well.
2: Um,
1: we've, I don't know if you mentioned it, we've, we're booked in, we are booked a farm, so we're staying up there. Uh, so that one, uh, next year, just like, we've always chatted about the marathon, but just people like positioning themselves for Olympic selection. So, you know, running fast times over all distances and getting points to to um, get on the team. Um, really excited to see how Stewie and Ollie go, um, whether they can get over the top of Jakob uh, in the 1500 this year. Cause like they're, you know, they've been knocking on the door for a couple of years now and hopefully they both stay healthy and, and injury free. Um, so there are a couple of the things. Moose making his uh, return to the marathon, head to head with Matt Fox. That's going to be a highlight in the first couple of months.
0: We are riding that, aren't we, croaks? We are. Next nine weeks are dedicated to that. You
2: blokes know I'm rocking up and just going to jog two twenty, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's,
0: yeah. I, that's my worst nightmare. I put in like <laughs> sixteen weeks worth of work, coming off PBs over every other distance, and you'll
2: jog it in. Nah, I'm jogging, but it, it's. I don't. You guys are getting excited for nothing here. Mm.
1: And, Brady, I'm looking forward to seeing you nail one as well, mate.
0: Oh, i tell you, that Chicago thing was like filled like six weeks ago. Yeah, I saw that
1: message as well.
0: <laughs> I so. thought I was going like, to that race.
1: It'll hurt to be the slowest marathoner on the, on the podcast, but I'll be happy to see you nail
0: one. Let's not talk about me and marathons for a couple more weeks yet, I reckon. That's the show, boys. That's the year. Thank you for joining me most weeks. I know I was away for a few there. Thank you to our listeners. I know there's a lot of running podcasts out, out there now. When we started, there weren't too many. But now there's a few uh, in the same market, and thank you for tuning into to ours. Um, I think we hit something like 6.2 millionth download this year or something like that. Shit. It's in. Yeah, we've got a uh, still rising, still growing. Thanks for sharing it to the people you share it to, and support us on Patreon to the legends over there that keep the lights on. Never would have thought we'd be wrapping up 2022, still doing this on a Monday night, so we're grateful of your support. What's well, coming up, boys, between now and next week when we do it all in 2023?
2: Well, um, I just want to shout out to Zach and Newman for the the year. He oh, yeah. is he is a behind the scenes legend of the podcast. We we don't talk about him enough, but he he gets stuff done for us. Uh, he he also comes up with good ideas, and he he's a good sounding board for um for a lot of your shit, Brady. He'll, yeah, when I try come up with ideas,
0: and you two don't write back to me, he does. He,
2: he <laughs> keeps you in line, <laughs> and he laughs at my jokes. So I am a big fan of Zach. He's done great stuff for us. Um, and, yeah, looking forward to the the year ahead, really.
0: <laughs> and Ross Pentland. Ross has been writing our show oh, notes yeah. for, it must be, four or five years. Like pretty much since we started. He uh, he listens to the show on a Monday night, emails us Tuesday morning with all the links that we've talked about, all the things we've discussed, any videos, anything like that, um, to do a summary of our show. So if you ever enjoyed those show notes, that's Ross doing that off his own back each and every week. So I'm Legend. asking thanks to him but for another 2022 uh, year. Crokes, what are you doing? Uh,
1: I'm going to head out to a group session tomorrow, but I'm going to be uh, collar style on the bike, uh, and then I'll start start jogging a couple of days after that, I reckon.
0: Beautiful. Moose, you tell them what you're doing, or just do a shout-out to Zacca? He's, ra- he's racing. Oh, yeah. Racing so tomorrow. I don't know who he's racing. So then will you race? Will you do on the 5 or the 10K? That's your long one. 10K. 10K. What's the field looking
2: like? Oh, I should mention, Deep. I should talk about this. Yeah, I
0: tried to link it in before when you were talking about Jess coming. Because if Jess is there, Ali's there, Moose is there, entry still open?
2: Uh, the bad yeah. boy? So apparently there's some people going for Zatapec times now um, for next year. 29.45. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty, it's a bit faster than what I was hoping for. I would have liked to be in the front pack, but not anymore. Um, there's at least like, there's at least 60 people entered as of, a few days ago so we're getting some good numbers come through and the more numbers the more races so you get your entry and you don't even have to be an av member you can just sign up and run as you can do invitation um so it's it's pretty cool like that uh 5k 10k and 10k there's um we don't know if there'll be a ladies only race yet just because um Like, we're getting some fast ladies come in, but we're not sure how deep it will be. So, yeah, we'll just see how we go there. It's going to be really good.
0: Um, Prize money moves or paces?
2: No prize money, no no paces. So this is just... old. What do you want? Prize money? What for? No, I was
0: just asking. Pump the event up or something. Um, So they're going to chase that time with no pacer. Uh,
2: They'll probably bring their own. And it'll be racing. You know, we always get, it, we always get the time when we race. That's Mate, how it is. I was did. there,
0: done it heaps of times with you down at that steigen before it was started yeah. at 10K. and that's...
2: Some good like, battles. That's how we do it, right? With, if you're battling out for the win, chances are you're going to have to run fast. Yeah,
0: well, those guys, they're there for a reason anyway, so they're just taking in turns or something.
2: Yeah, no one cares about winning that race mm. except, like, yeah, especially um, if they're there for the time. So, I know there's people coming from South Australia. Nita's got a crew. Obviously, Jess's crew. Um, I know there's some people coming from Sydney, coming down for it. Melbourne. So, yeah, it's going to be well attended.
0: Oh, That'll be good. January 8th, isn't it? 7th. 7th. 8th,
2: 7th. 7th, yeah. We'll
0: put that link in the show notes too, if we can. Ross, thanks for that. See you, boys. Do it all again next week.
2: Chat there.
3: Bye.